you just know you just know I had to post the the vid the video, didn't you? Which video? Uh, the Cedric the Entertainer one. Oh my days! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man! I saw that. I had to instantly just reply. Yeah, wow, that, that this weather's been rude in our birthday month. It's just man, for real. Usually, when May comes around. Obviously, apart from it being our birthdays, being the best month of the year, the weather actually gets better. But for some reason, it's been rude this year. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. I'm offended too, man. I'm offended too. It can make up its damn mind. Honestly, one minute. Okay, who pissed off Zeus? Because Zeus sounds like he's listening to like some mad R&B songs. He's going through emotions, man. It keeps going from sunny to rainy to sunny to rainy. And they were hailstones. They were hailstones. What the hell's going on? Yeah, Get it? for what real. The, what the hell's going on? I appreciate yeah. you so. <laughs> I, I appreciate you so much. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> should we end it there? I think that's enough content for today. To be honest. Oh my days. <laughs> nah, we got more to come. We got more to come. Oh, we do. Oh, okay, let's let's treat the people in it. Okay, but uh, we're going to get into the film, but one more thing, because something recently happened. Um, We got the first Eternals look, or trailer, or teaser. Oh. What, did you, what did you think? What did you think? <laughs> Honest opinions. <laughs> Honest You're opinion. not going to like this first thing I'm going to say. Man, but... I actually don't have any opinions so far, so any baseline, give me. Just give me. Oh no, mine's a completely random angle. Okay, cool. You know, do you remember in Black Panther, <laughs> when we had the intro, and... It sort of made it look like Wakanda stood by as the atrocities of society just happened. And it didn't intervene, such as yeah. slavery. Mm-hmm. The Eternals did the same thing. <laughs> why is oh, everyone, why are all these people who are capable of ending these <laughs> atrocities just standing by? They were like, we came to Earth and we didn't interfere until now. Really? There's a lot of stuff that's happened throughout history. <laughs> Come on, man. Massacres, on, genocides. Dog. What, nuclear holocaust? Like, even what's before, going on? Even before that, there's some mad atrocities like in the Stone Ages. That's just... Uh, but they said, nope. We're going to let all of you kill yourselves. We might intervene in, I don't know, maybe a couple thousand years or so. We'll see if we feel like it. When the time is right. <laughs> winter, when, when winter is coming. But yeah, apart from, I had to really just look past that because that was at the very start of the trailer. I was just like, oh, for goodness sake, they're doing that thing. (laughs) They have to explain that. They have to address it. They do do have to explain why, you know, we stood by and let everything up till now happen in the MCU. I get it. I get it. Maybe there's a comic book reason. Maybe there's a comic book reason because I actually don't Mm. know much about the Eternals myself. I want to find out more. To be honest, they've done the Eternals story a bit differently from what I've understood my little knowledge on this story in the comics in that the Eternals were actually created by celestial beings out of people who already existed on Earth. Yeah. Uh, but the this one... trailer made it look like they were created away from Earth and then they came to Earth to look over humanity. So they yeah. basically the Celestials came down to Earth and experimented on humanity and ended up giving them the powers that we see these Celestials have when they reach Earth. So, I don't know. We all know the MCU doesn't strictly follow the comics. It does align to it for the yeah. most part, but it is completely different in some parts. I've read this going to be an interesting one because I've already seen, like, there's a... Like you said, there's, like, the Eternals who were created by the Celestial Beings, right? But there's, like, another group of beings that were created by the Celestials, I think, if I'm remembering right. And one of them we've already seen. 
Oh, the evil ones, I'm guessing. Yep, and that uh, was Thanos. Uh, Thanos is one of them. Thanos was created by the... Oh. Oh, I see. Oh, he's okay. linked to them, like, the same way he... The, say that the Eternals are the same level... He's the same, ah, sorry. He's the same level as the Eternals, mm. essentially. But just, like, a deviant version of it, I'll say. Something like that. Fair enough, man. But, as I said, uh, as I, when I looked past that initial annoying first bit in the trailer, I thought it was a... It was a good teaser trailer. I still don't quite know the full extent, but it is a teaser. I don't know what the villain or that kind of thing is going to be or what they're going to be up against. And how it's... I'm I'm really interested to see how they're going to fit into the wider MCU because they seem so OP to me. Mm. You're eternal. You don't die. You just... (laughs) You're just there and you're all-powerful. It's in the name. Eternal. And I'll be interested to know if any of them get, got dusted, actually. That'll be an interesting thing to find Ooh, out. Ooh, yeah, that would be interesting, you know? Because, surely, if you're... Can you be dusted if you're eternal? We'll see. Yeah, I don't know, surely not. Like, all life on Earth... Oh, no, all life on the universe got halved. But it'll be interesting to see if they overpower the stones. Because everything which was beneath the power of the stones would have been dusted. In my, I think that's about right, isn't it? Yeah, everything mm. which was less powerful than the stones would have been dusted. But are the Eternals stronger than that power? I don't know. It'll be interesting if they even touch on that. Here's it. We we're just buzzing, and this is kind of cool because I, I really don't know. I don't mm. know. I'm willing to be taken through the story they're going to give us. And to be honest, I'm happy we've not seen any more trailers for this. I'm happy to just go in with what I've seen now because. These studios have a habit. I mean, Black Widow, man. Have you seen how I many trailers and whatnot and clips and insights well, like, they've released? I'm just like, we've seen at least 15 minutes of this movie now. Just give it to us. Bro, I feel like we've seen the entire movie. <laughs> Basically. Ah, oh, man. But we are getting a lot of Marvel content, this uh, MCU content this year. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I still can't believe we're going to get Spider-Man 3, uh, Spider-Man 3 towards the end of the year, this year. They're squeezing so much in because there's a backlog. Proper, proper backlog. Mm. Shang-Chi um, Eternals was probably meant to come out earlier Black Widow Loki WandaVision Falcon damn man we're we're being spoiled this year Mm. I don't know about you but uh, I'm not going to call it superhero fatigue per se but you Mm. get a weird feeling like what in the MCU that you know, the big, the big, yeah, not seen all before, but the big event was Endgame, and you're trying to find what the next big stake is. Mm. Like, what is re- what is really at stake? Because we've known about Thanos since the end of the first Avengers. This big purple alien smiling turned to the side, and we've had that in our minds for seven years, seven years up to Endgame, and it happened. But mm. now we've got. I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll find out more as the MCU goes on. But it just seems, it just kind of seems like they're winging it at the moment. You never know because um, they kind of have dropped um, breadcrumbs in the past before. Like, um, I don't know if this was a recent edit or it was always planned from the beginning. But, you know, in um, the second Spider-Man film, um, Far From Home. Oh, yeah. You know how they linked Mysterio back to Tony? With something we saw in the Civil War. I'm saying that's a very obvious example of how they're like yeah. leaving a breadcrumb of how they're linked. 
But the proof they can do it, because we didn't really mm. think about anything of it at the time. So maybe there's something they left in phase one that we hadn't really picked up on and mentioned mm. here or there. And to be honest, I just realized it's quite it's quite blasphemous of me to say the MCU is winging it. Because we've seen that they've sown, as you said, they've sown seeds in the past which have come to fruition way in the future. Mm. So I'm sorry, Mr. Feige, for doubting you. I've just, I've just seen it from me as a consumer of the content in it. That's all. I know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what we can all do. Planned out. That's what they've got yeah. all planned out. Yeah, we don't know, man. I could not. I could not have done anything MCU from. What, what am I gonna do myself? Like, all I can do is be a casino, just like you, man. You know, I mean, they've they've even had the Eternals planned out from the first Guardians film. Uh, you know, when they had that celestial uh, destroyer planet with the power stones, when the collector yeah. was explaining the power of the stones, mm-hmm. that was a celestial in there. So yeah, from then they've had this planned out. So you know, they they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Mm. Right, let's get into it, man. Right, so <laughs> this is going to be an interesting conversation. I feel <laughs> we're going to have a few interesting conversations about this film. Um, okay, we're going to be discussing um, a film by Steven Spielberg. Came out in two thousand and two. Yep, Catch Me If You Can, starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks. And it's quite an incredible story, actually. It's it like... really is. First and foremost, it really, really is. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it out of the room. We'll discuss okay. the film in detail. But this we point will. must be addressed. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the, the only reason he made it as far as he did was because he's white. Because he was white, bro. <laughs> <laughs> white privilege hit so hard in this film. Every time so I just saw it, I was like, boom, boom, there it is. <laughs> you know what's mad? I've watched this film a few times. Only recently did it hit me. It's like, wait a damn minute, man. <laughs> if any non-white person tried doing this. <laughs> I mean, the, there's a, the, the first scam he pulled in the film was when he pretended to be a teacher. This yeah. was in the 1960s 60s and whatnot. 1960s. There's no way. There's okay, no way. There's no way. Absolutely no way. person gets past that first scam. All right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but that's not what the story is about. That is not what the story is mm. about. It's literally about how this man used what he had at the time. Exactly, man. And he he was very intelligent at the beginning of this film, um, way before, way until the end, and he continues to be intelligent to this day. Like, mm. the way he maneuvered everything. Trust. Um, and it wasn't even planned. It was just, like, he, the way his mindset worked. Because I watched, like, a recent, like, um, Google talk about it, because... Um, I was interested so much about the story. This guy, the white privilege is hitting today. This man's giving talks at Google. Google, He's made millions. He's talking about how he met, he he screwed with the government he's now working for. So yeah, yeah, I work for these guys. But you know what? You know what I did? I made them run. I made them run for how many years? Chasing me like I'm a ghost. Not just taunting them, and he's 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 getting paid to taunt them. Oh, he's but he fun, doesn't man. talk like he's taunting them now. I, I will yeah, say that now because it's been years, hasn't it? It's, it's been, been years, years and, and he's been a lot of the hate has, has a lot of the hate and trauma and whatnot he caused has well, kind of been, subsided. It's been redeemed. It's been redeemed, I think, by now. For, for, for in their eyes, it's been redeemed. So yeah, in their he's, eyes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, nah, we but we had to get that point out the way. All right. <sighs> it's all out right. There. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because we were talking about this before. Yeah, 
we were talking about before. I was like, before, yo, um, I don't know if we should discuss this thing, but and then I said it, and they were like, yeah, we have to discuss it. We had to like bring it up. There's no man. way, man. It's just vibes. It's, it's just, just vibes. vibes. <laughs> but all that aside, as I said, is an incredible story, and it's what I. First time I watched, I think this was the first. Oh no, 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 no! Go on, yeah. I feel really bad. Um, <sighs> welcome to Lockdown Yard. You know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Charles. <laughs> my name is Nana, aka Ed. We're getting really bad now. I have to start remembering that. <laughs> we're moving like we're celebrities, you know. It's like we don't need to introduce. You should know about us. You should know about us. No, no, no. It's calm. <laughs> just jump in the conversation with us. We don't introduce ourselves. Just jump in. Oh, man. But don't know about you. This was actually the... I believe this was the first film with Leonardo DiCaprio I watched. Like, ever. Mm, it definitely wasn't for me. Because I watched it, actually, last year during lockdown. Wait, you... What, for the first time? Yeah, I think I might have told you. Oh, yeah, you. I think... I think, yeah, I told you about this film. And then I, c- I couldn't believe you hadn't watched it, I remember. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. Because I think I was watching um, him in The Aviator. And then you oh, mentioned, yeah. have I seen Catch Me If You Can? I wasn't watching it because Leo was in it. I was watching it because it was directed by someone I, I like. I don't I remember who it was. But, yeah, this for me, tell a, oh, I'm trying to remember. It might have been this film or, you know that Romeo plus Juliet film? Mm-hmm. There's kind oh, yeah, of with, with, in... the, with the archaic dialogue, but in modern settings. Yeah, man, I watched that in English class, man. Oh, same. No, oh, that just, Was that just a, th- a curriculum, a thing yeah, in the curriculum fully, to watch that fully, film? Fully. And they, they, they tried to they tried to make it cool and hip for us kids by showing a modern film with that, that whole curic- dialogue. Man, that was curriculum, don't you know? <laughs> that was yeah. official curriculum right I there. So. Buy a DVD from HMV and then put it in the DVD player. There you go. Fair enough. So tell a lie. That was the first film I watched with. Leonardo DiCaprio, but this followed shortly after because I was like, this guy's good. And this mm. film was the perfect kind of, the, the role he had in this film was perfect for flexing his acting skills because he had to pretend to be so many different people, have different personas. He was what, a teacher, a, a pilot, a doctor. I can't believe he pulled that one off. A doctor, you know, and a I lawyer think, in the end. I think... What I liked most about his acting in this was two well, two things, actually. One, how he kind of acted different ages, even though I think he was like 28 at the time or mm. something, right? He was like 14. <laughs> so he was 14, what? then he was 16, then he was like 21. One thing I find hilarious here, you know when, you know that thing people say about how people our age now, or people who were teenagers, look so much older back then than teenagers look today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So it does make man. sense. Yeah, it, it makes does, sense yeah. that he could have gotten away with being mistaken <coughs> for someone who's older. Because <laughs> so teenagers, like sixteen-year-old these days, pretending to be a teacher, a pilot, like he would not get away with that. But back then, kids, well, teenagers did not look like teenagers do today. So no. it does make it. It's hilarious when you look back in those old yearbook photos, <laughs> and then you realize. <laughs> Wait, there's no way you were 16. What? No way. <laughs> so it does make sense that he would have gotten away with, you know, looking older back then. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, and the second thing I liked about um, Leo's acting um, is how he just portrayed confidence, like, oh, yeah. from the get-go. 
I feel like most people would have buckled and been like, like in that first scene, uh, the first scene when he was trying to be the teacher. Yeah. He just rose to it straight away, and I think that really showed his acting range as well, man. Like, straight just up, took he control. Fast. My fact, name he... is Mister Abernathy, or something like Abignale, that. Abignale, yeah. Not Abignale, not Abernagley or blah blah blah. It's <laughs> Abignale. <laughs> I don't know what you said, but something like that. And he just took control, like even got the substitute teacher out the way. There's no way anyone I know nowadays, when I was oh not not nowadays, when I was growing up, could have done that. Like, Never. honestly. N- <laughs> They could have tried, but they would have just gone like detention or something. And his jokes. The reason he, the reason he did that in the first place was those guys were trying to bully him, and mm-hmm. he literally just did it to get his own back and embarrass him in front of the class. But then, yeah. once he got his revenge, he just kept running with it. He went for he a whole running. week teaching them. <laughs> he just funny. had that confidence, man. He just had that confidence, <laughs> and he had that 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 blazer and then briefcase. But still, the confidence was there. Mm. Still, I should say. Is so this was a, it's a biopic. It's kind of loosely based on real events. I, well, from what I understand, it's not one hundred percent accurate. It's like eighty percent accurate, mm. according to like the real guy. Yeah, eighty percent accurate. So they would have put some things in to make it a more complete and entertaining film. So obviously, we're just going to talk about it as we saw it in the film. Mm-hmm. I don't know the full facts of what really happened. I know loosely. Things that did happen and things that didn't happen, but yeah, should have said at the start. But we're just gonna talk about stuff that happened in the film. So then, well, his parents divorce and then he runs away from home, and that's when his con man life really starts. He just uh, manages to become a to become a pilot, man. All he had to do was say he lost his uniform. Was it that easy nah, back then? Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't that simple. It was. It was good because um, what he did was he. He found out information about security. He found mm-hmm. out the pilot's information, like the habits and the lingo as well. And he just managed to like Ooh, yes, confidence yes, his yes. way into it, man. He started talking like them. It's like, what kind of um, equipment are you flying? Um, I'm flying a 707. And what well, they got me on uh, Deadeye. And like, like, he just learned that lingo. And then he just managed to get on just based on confidence, man. And just going with the flow. Confidence is vibes, as you said. Vibes. vibes <laughs> man. Man. He was winging it fully but it's also really kind of um the story is actually kind of like sad as well kind of touching i'll say because you know the themes that it kind of like brings up on like uh because he, he basically the film is called catch me if you can but he's actually running away not from just like the the government he's also running away from home because of the whole thing at home with his uh family he was remember? moving like craig david man running away from all the troubles in his life exactly his parents were getting divorced and he didn't know who to separate with. Um, the dad or the mommy is like, I can't do this. Just ran. And you kind of see that play out towards the end. I don't know if you've spotted this. I'm going to jump to the end a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, when Hank... What's his name? No. Uh, what was Tom Hank's character? Oh, hand, hand ready. Hand ready. Hand ready. Hand ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he's chasing... Not chasing him. Just walking behind... Um, behind uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. And he's, he's trying to get away on the plane mm-hmm. and he's just talking to him and i think that scene is really good because he's still chasing him but it's yeah. not the same kind of way he's you can actually see leo is kind of running away in a different way like he's got a security he doesn't need to run away he's got something but he's yeah. just trying to run away he wants to, he wants to be chased for some reason mm. i don't think anyone else but still was ah, steven spielberg could have actually done this film because i feel like he kind of 
that kind of, that's the kind of the film he does, you know. Mm. Like that kind of like he made he makes people root for the criminal in this film somehow. Yeah, that's what I found in this film. So I was I was rooting for Leonardo DiCaprio, but I was also kind of rooting for Tom Hanks. So is, yeah, exactly. His character named Carl Henry. I'm just gonna call him Carl. I wouldn't even call him a villain, like, to yeah. it's like, oh, it was just, it was just a story, you know? Yeah, may I say, a... he was, he was kind of Robin Hood in it, he was, ro- he was robbing the rich mainly, so, <laughs> he, he was... did rob a few civilians, but mostly robbing the rich, just, it's check fraud and all that. Check fraud was mad. <laughs> well, you know that what I loved sense. about, you know what I loved about, um, what you said, um, in regards to how he was learning the lingo and stuff, he was doing mm. it all through watching TV shows. TV All he do is watch like dra- uh, legal dramas or airline dramas <coughs> or medical dramas, and he would just learn the lingo and like the exact dialogue. This reminds me of today, these days, when people lie on their CVs and then they mm. actually get the interview and then they have yeah. to go on YouTube. Yes, <laughs> if yes, that's what this film is. Fake it till you make it. Literally, Fake that could have been a name. This could be on steroids. Because <laughs> this guy was flat. He was in the cockpit of a plate of a passenger jet. Like that's dangerous, man. <laughs> it's dangerous, but the, his role was actually kind of safe because dead eye means you don't have to fly; you just have to like use it to get to where you have to go next. Mm. So it was literally just transit, man, taxi. This is free flights, bro. And how many years he did that though? Yeah, he did it for a while, especially after he got like kind of towards the end, like three quarters of the way. But you know when he recruited all those uh, flight attendants to sneak through. The airport. Mm-hmm. So after that, he was flying to various locations like Madrid, all, all kinds, all over the world. So they didn't catch him for years. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy did bits, man. But yeah, I just want to make that point. I love that he was just winging it, watching TV shows to, to, to learn how to. Imagine watching Scrubs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> watching no. Scrubs to learn how to be a doctor. <laughs> was it Doogie House or whatever it was called? And I recently rewatched this. I realize, you know what? One thing I always find kind of fun is when I watch old movies and I realize, like, prominent actors today, starting off their careers or towards the start of their careers in the, the older films, such as Amy Adams. Like, she's Oscar nominated. She's like one of the best actresses working today. And you saw, it's like, wait, that's Amy Adams. That's the nurse he was he was with. He was almost married to. Yeah, she had braces or something. Yeah, proper young. I was like, damn, that's kind of interesting to see these people near the the early stages of their careers. It's it's kind of it's kind of jokes. Mm. And then he had his dad, Christopher Walken, with that same accent we know him for. I can't do his accent, man. No, I don't, I I don't think I can. <laughs> I can try, but it won't be. Uh, give me a phrase he says. I'll try my best. <laughs> But you know, I was counting on you for that as well. You're good at the phrases and the accents. I don't know. Like, nah, I put, I put uh, you on the spot anyway. Yeah, cool. I, I, I'll, I'll come up with something. Maybe I can edit. Maybe we can edit it in. <laughs> but I can do it later. <laughs> nah, is it, his dad. I love that they showed um, how his dad kind of conned people or pulled some white lies to get what he wanted. And that's, that's the sort of backstory they gave us to why... Frank Abagnale Jr. was the way he was. Yeah, you saw that opening scene where he tried to, or one of the first scenes, he tried to, he was really trying to convince the the woman working in the suit shop 
Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my son really needs this suit, and he was pulling all kinds of lies. He dropped this necklace. Yeah, and then from the necklace. Neck. And they use that. They use that um, necklace thing quite a few times actually, as a callback to what his dad was teaching him on how to how to tell a few white lies to get what you want in this world. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. It's mad. I'm still in shock about the doctor one. Do you concur? I, uh, he, he came in, he, he told us he fell off a, a bicycle. Okay, so you concur. <laughs> <laughs> good, uh, good, 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 good. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, but I'm thinking, how? Because he must have, like, nearly been exposed, like, a few times. You know what that reminds me of? Remember when we were discussing the Truman Show? And mm-hmm. <laughs> Truman followed his wife to the fake hospital where he was watching them as they had to try and pretend to be doctors and almost amputate someone's leg. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, uh, yeah. Not amputate exactly. someone's leg, I think they'd give surgery of some sort, yeah. That fully would have been him. That fully would have been him. And then the, he, was, he wasn't he was quite as on the spot as in the Truman Show, but, man, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and the, we didn't really get to see him too much as the lawyer. He was just in that empty courtroom where he was just talking to that lawyer. And he said, what are you talking about? It's just me in here. There's no jury or whatever. You're crazy. Get out. That was, that was, <laughs> that was the one part where his fake persona kind of filled, but it, it didn't really have any impact. Nah, nah. My favorite scene in this film, yeah, mm-hmm. was when Carl Hanratty found him. He had uh, him in his sights. He, he, mm-hmm. he had the drop on him, the gun. Yep, yeah, and he was just going like just talked his way out. Hey, hey, so put your hands up! Put your hands up! Say, <laughs> like, hey, okay, I'm glad you're here, my my partner. He's downstairs taking him down. Look, it, put it, your hands like I can see ya. <laughs> I love how they were both talking at the same time. It's like yeah. he just wouldn't let him. They both wouldn't let each other talk. It's like okay, well I can't see. Let me give me your wallet. Let me see your ID. Okay, can I just go inside my pocket? Okay, go. and you just talk to him. Do it now, and, and it's just like he just manages to defuse it. Just as he was about to open the wallet the first time, mm-hmm. he, he distracted him and said, hey, hey, look out the window. Exactly. And that's the guy we're taking away. Misdirection. The window. Yes. And I just love, uh, that scene was great because it just showed how he ta- how to talk your way out of a situation. He like, completely diffused the situation because when Carl walked in, he was ready to just put a bullet in this guy. He said, hands up. He wouldn't let him talk. So, but you could tell you could tell as soon as um Frank Abagnale Jr. heard um because he was in the bathroom, wasn't he? So as yeah. soon as he heard Carl come in, he just thought quickly, he was like, Oh crap. Alright, breathe, easy, breathe. Let's, we're gonna go out and we're gonna act really calm as if we work here and we belong here. And that's what he did. It was mm-hmm. I love that scene so much. I watched it a few times. He just walks out calmly. With a gun pointed at him, he's just like, oh, I'm going to tell this guy I'm working on this case as well, and he's going to believe it. And he just went with it. His confidence confidence saved his he saved yeah. his ass there. I love that scene. 100%, man. And, and the hilarious bit where he found out he was just, his wallet was just full of stickers on the bowl. <laughs> no coupons in there, too. Coupons, yeah. <laughs> and then he just ah, said, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> and then the next thing you see, I fucked up. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, God damn it! <laughs> nah, Tom. Tom Hanks. I don't know. He's 
Has Tom Hanks ever given a bad performance? I, I don't think, think he so. has, man. I really don't. He's never. Uh, he's never given a bad performance. If he has, someone tell me because I haven't seen it. I haven't mm. seen it. This guy is one of the most consistent actors of our generation, and he just arguably he plays like really similar roles in films in terms of like his acting style. It's like mm-hmm. similar to Denzel, if you like. Yeah, this, the way they yeah. speak is it, quite similar in film. Even, even though in this one he had a kind of Boston, just New York accent, but yeah, this guy is so consistent. Every role he just brings it one hundred percent. I love, I love this performance in this. Him versus um, DiCaprio was great, man. It was great to watch. Mm. I like that kind of relationship as well. Does it really did feel like cat and mouse, not like antagonist yeah. and protagonist, you know, like You felt like he ca- you felt like he kinda cared about him. He called him on Christmas, man. Um yeah. Frank called him on Christmas. <laughs> when he t- when he asked him to stop chasing me. I wanna get married, man. Stop chasing me. It's only a couple million. You don't need that. Stop chasing me. It's like I'm getting close, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> that means I'm getting close. <laughs> What is it? Brother? Sister? <laughs> Who is it? Who's the connection? <laughs> but there was um there was even a moment before then the Christmas part, even though it was very touching. A, a little part of me just laughed because it, you're calling me because you have no one left. And then Tom Hank starts laughing. It's like, damn, there's no. It's because you got no one else to call, isn't it? <laughs> and then Leo just goes, hangs up the phone. Like, fuck you, man. <laughs> it's I not true, man. I got it. The bit, you know the bit it where it wasn't evil. It was just like damn. It's some taunting laugh, wasn't it? It's just like, yeah, I'm winning now. One, I'm one up. The bit where you know the bit where um, you know, well, Frank Abagnale Jr. goes to Amy Adams' parents' house with, with Charlie Sheet, mm-hmm. and then he clearly figures out this guy is full of shit. Yeah. What do you mean you're you're a lawyer and a pilot and a doctor? It's like what are you? And then. Again, this guy just talks his way out of it. He says, "I'm Batman." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that w- would you be? Would you be interested to see Leo as a, as Batman? Mm, I, I wouldn't be able to see him as Batman. I'll see him as Leo being Batman. I, I, he's, I don't know. No. Yeah, you could. Well, you could have said that about Ben Affleck as well. To be honest, I still say that about Ben Affleck. Actually, damn, I think he's. He's a great Batman, yeah. but he's not my Batman. I don't know. Who is your Batman? Uh, the best one is Bobby Christian Bell, to be honest. Yeah, I say so. And I, okay, Batman or Bruce Wayne? Okay, we're getting off tangent. That's another episode. <laughs> Who's because okay, you got okay. Ben Affleck was he a good Batman or, or was he a good Bruce Wayne? Which one was he? Ben Affleck was a good Bruce Wayne. Yes. And was he a better Batman? Uh, I liked. Was he I liked than... his scenes more. More. Mm. Okay, and Christian Bale, Christian Bale. I feel like Bruce more Wayne he had that down. Yeah, yeah. Batman sure. was more. The, the combat was just the biggest issue for me. That was the biggest issue for me, and the mm-hmm. plot, and the plot um, coincidences and the plot holes, and we we'll get into that. We're, we're gonna get into that. We're talking about catch me, catch me if you can. If you can't tell we love Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fun to talk about Batman. Well, yeah. Well, I'll say in that bit before where. His dad, his father-in-law-to-be, I guess, fully figured him out. And he managed to talk his way out of it. And his, his father-in-law's like, you're, you're not a doctor or a lawyer or, or pilot. What are you? And he said, I'm just a kid who's in love with your daughter. 
And then that one him over. I was like, damn, man. I would like, there's some bits like that which I thought were a bit unbelievable. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> man, this has obviously been put in just so he can get away and move on to the next part of the film. But yeah, yeah that, that was definitely one of the parts. Seriously, he passed the bar. He did. He actually did. That might have been, bar. actually, I've, I think I read somewhere that was real. He actually did that pass the bar. He did. Which is kind of crazy, you know? This guy didn't even intend to be a lawyer, but he passed the bar. It was crazy clever. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do it, but, you know, I could if I wanted to, you know? Yeah. But yeah, man, honestly. There was a motif. I don't know much about the soundtrack. I didn't go into it in much detail, but there's a motif that I like with horns. I don't know if you know the one I'm talking about. The theme. Not that one. It's more like the noir kind of one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it, it indicated there was some sort of uh, tension. Ish, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, a, like a noirish kind of tension. I don't know why I kind of liked it. That kind of stuck mm. out more to me. But I do remember the one you were talking about. That felt very still. That felt very Spielberg to me. Definitely, man. It might. It had Truman vibes as, about it as well. Truman, bit of E.T. ish mm. for me. Yeah. Bit of Harry Potter, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, most yeah. use it. Yeah, man. But as I said, after biopics, I do this thing where I I'll watch the film. And then, obviously, it, it kind of, most biopics, they'll give you what really happened or what really happened as a result of what you've just seen. Yeah. So they gave some facts at the end saying he went, he was arrested, he went to jail for this many years, and then he was given a job by the FBI. I mean, come on. Who the hell gets a job? From, he was that the good. FBI? <laughs> He was that good, man. And this happened before. Oh, that white. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? Nah, That's actually both. happened before. That's actually happened before. Um, there was a film with um Denzel Washington. He played some um Harlem mobster, and he actually ended up working with the people who ended up brought him down. I don't remember the name of the guy he played, but that definitely happened in real life. Yeah, cool. Fair enough. Stand corrected. Man. But I was gonna say, yeah, after biopics. You usually get the, a few facts that relate to the real-life events of the film, saying so-and-so did this and that after how many years, and they had a wife and kids, that kind of thing. And I do tend to go and research the real story because I do find it fascinating that did this all really happen? And yeah, exactly. It's a real story. Yeah, as you said, like a good chunk of this really happened. There are a few things that didn't happen, like... When he escaped the the plane through the toilet, that didn't that didn't happen. They just put that in there. But he did escape the plane apparently. He escaped it through the kitchen area, but not not through the toilet. Cause how? Yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah, there are a few things that were put in there to just give it a more complete kind of film feel. But mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite things to do when, cause biopics are as entertaining as they are. They're educational, so. You see, they're not to be taken for complete facts as a few things are dramatized for effect, but they do give in an introduction to that story. So I do like, that's one of my favorite things to do. I do like going and researching the real stories. Yeah, Hmm. I did it for, I actually quite like to talk about Captain Phillips one time, speaking of Tom Hanks, because that's another one where I just, I couldn't believe that actually happened. Yeah, I went into watching it. Oh yeah. I am the, look at me, look at me. I'm the captain now. 
Okay, I love it, that scene. I remember that scene a lot, but the thing is, that's all I can really remember because I don't remember watching this film properly. I remember that. Oh, no, I remember loads of I love this And film. remember that and the ending because he there's the emotion that he gave like at the end of that whole thing. I was oh, like, yeah, like, yeah that really ending. need to watch that again. Yes. I really need to watch it again properly. Irish, Irish. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man, that's been us on Catch Me If You Can. Would you call this a, a kind of modern classic or a classic? I'd say it's a classic. It's a nice classic. It's definitely one of uh, Leo's more notable films. Mm. Like I wasn't expecting much when I watched this film. I watched it because of lockdown, because I needed something to watch, because we all mm. needed something to watch. And I was just like, yeah, that was pleasantly surprised at how good this film was. Definitely, man. Definitely. It's, it's definitely one I can it. rewatch again. And I remember when I first watched it, I was like, damn, this is a, this is a good film. And a lot of it really happened. Mm. And then you realize Leo is an actor with huge. Well, if you watch it back then, you'd be like, Leo, this guy's a good actor. He's a good actor, and then he's gone mm. on to achieve big things since. So, big yeah, time. man, it was, it was written in the stars. Yeah, say so the final message to take from this is like confidence, man. Just have it. Yes, have it. Have it. Use it. Project it onto others. Positive old vibes, you know. And you might get lucky in life. You might go on a plane to Miami. For free. <laughs> For free. <laughs> I am a pilot. Just not the one who's going to be flying a plane. You reckon You reckon you'll get away? That could happen today. No, nah, technology's changed too much since then. Nick. But uh, what I say to that is, so I, I thought, I, I was thinking the technology point, but crime has evolved. It's a lot yeah. more cybercrime and it's very easy. I'm not, by the way, disclaimer. Oh, okay. I ain't about that life, all right? So, Mr. Officer, Warning. policeman, Carl, if you're... Oh, jeez. That's, that's Warning. He's passed away, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my days, I was going to say... Um, Warning. Yeah, it's definitely changed. It's definitely changed. Um, You can definitely, like, like replicate, like, ID cards so you can get in. But I'm saying, if you, I thought you were asking me, is could you do it the same way as he did it with, like, confidence? I'm like, yep. nah. And there's no... There's no way. Absolutely no way. This no. was ages ago. In the 1960s, now everyone's just more wary of like the threats nowadays. And, nah. Exactly. It's it's definitely evolved. You know, we've as time goes on, crime does evolve. It's a lot more digital. You don't have to be there in person like he was a lot of the time. You know, people who goes to the bank these days. I mean, it's all online now, so and mm. stuff like that. But who knows? I'm not some crime world underlord. Maybe it does go on. We just don't hear about it as much because it's quite common. But, yeah, for for what I saw in this film, it definitely cannot happen in that same way. No way. But it was very intelligent. Even though it can happen again, like, mm. that way. It was very intelligent, Harry. They even put, like, a what, MICR machine, which is, like, the credit... Like, oh, the, the check printing machine. The check printing machine, machine. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, did the check fraud. Like, that was ingenious, man. Took all these elements, put it together, made it into a real check. Mm. That that was very smart. I did love like at the end how he was able to analyze which checks were real and which weren't. It's like, yeah, this guy's a pro. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Like, what, what did he say in the beginning when he was in the school? Um, when that girl had to like give her the sick note, which was fake. You have to fold it. Oh, you yeah, have to yeah. crease it. Mm-hmm. You have to crease it. So because when, um, if you gave, if you get your mom gave it to you. She would just you would have folded it and just put it in your pocket. Yeah. So it's too fresh. It's no crease. So it's fake. Like, I was like, yeah, man, how do you? Damn. 
This you guy knows that. what he's doing, man. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Would you watch but, this on the big screen again? I would. I definitely would. I would watch that and I watch it with two for one. Two for one. You see, I wouldn't watch it on the big screen again, but I also oh, okay. think it's a good film. I would if it comes on I watch it on a streaming service, you know? I just okay. watch it if it comes on a Netflix or something like that. It's no problem. I don't really not really feeling to watch it on the big screen. But I'd rather just watch it on a streaming service. I but that. I do think it's a good film. I think of all the films that came out around the time it did, that would be one of the ones I'd watch on the big screen again. Because this came around 2002. That was around the same time like Shrek came around 2001. So I'm saying like early oh, 2000 yeah. films, if they were to be put on the big screen, boom, I think I'd watch that. That would be one of my ones. It's crazy. That's near, what, nearly 20 years ago. My dudes. Man. Man. Time just flying, man. Man. <laughs> but, yes, as I said, this has been us. And until next time, we are out. Peace.